Hello everyone, Alan Mishra here from Vitality Explorers. You can sign up for free scientific information about how to enhance your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being at vitalityexplorers.com. Today we're going to discuss how to live in the now. We're going to learn about the Stanford Spring Vitality course, and then we're going to finish why coffee is good for our hearts. So please share this podcast with your friends and family uh, to help enhance their vitality. And it would really help us if you're finding it meaningful and helpful to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast to help support this work. Now, let's start with a quick quote. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Now, I, I know probably Steve Jobs uh, believed in that, but that's actually a quote from Leonardo da Vinci. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. So now let's get started with this week's episode. Uh, now is the pivot point between the past and the future. And remember, it's only here once. So right here, right now is only here once. And I really believe that living in the now is crucial to all of our vitality. Unfortunately, especially over the last five to 10 years, our attention in the now, in the immediate you know, present moment is under constant assault. We're carrying around a little addictive device that pings us dozens of times a day with vacuous alerts, text messages, emails, maybe even an occasional phone call. But, but most of them do not require our immediate attention. And we let our phones, our computers, and even other people or, or other things uh, really steal our now. All right, so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to go through a few quotes from people who are pretty, pretty famous and pretty impressive with their discussion of why the now is important. But I think we should treat the now or the immediate present and our attention like a luxury good. We sadly drift out of the now into the past or the future too often, never realizing we just have one precious present. So let's talk or let's go through a few quotes from very impressive people about why the now is so important. So quote, you must live in the present, launch yourself on every wave, find your eternity in each moment. Fools stand on their island opportunities and look toward another land. There is no other land. There is no other life but this. Unquote. That's Henry David Thoreau. Here's the second one. I think we got five to go through. Quote, the ability to be in the present moment is a major component of mental wellness. Now, that's Abraham Maslow, who knows a little bit about, um, you know, whether or not you're well or not physically. Well, it's more mentally than physically. Here's the third quote. The secret of health for both mind and body is not to mourn for the past, worry about the future or anticipate troubles, but to live in the present moment wisely and earnestly, unquote. And that's Buddha. All right, number four, and we have one more after this. Quote, remember then, there is only one time that is important now. It is the most important time because it is the only time we have any power. Uh, unquote, Leo Tolstoy. And the final one, the more I give myself permission to live in the moment and enjoy it without feeling guilty or judgmental about other time, the better I feel about the quality of my work. And that's Wayne Dyer. So what do you think about living in the now? Uh, you can post comments on the uh, Vitality Explorer Substack site. 
I suggest you try to spend 10 minutes today uh, with trying to avoid all distractions. Listen to somebody you're talking to with the intent of hearing them. Pay 1,000% attention for 10 minutes to a specific task or, or not. Just take a walk without your phone. Take a walk and enjoy you know, whatever's around you, even if it's cold and rain or snow. Um, but 10 minutes in the now per day, I think, is a minimum <laughs> prescription for enhancing your vitality. Speaking of enhancing your vitality, the second thing we're going to talk about briefly today is the Stanford Spring Vitality course that is going to be in April, spring quarter this year, uh, every Wednesday night from 7 to 8.30 p.m. And um, this is Well 15, How to Enhance Your Vitality, a Scientific, Social, and Spiritual Approach. Uh, you can find it uh, at Stanford Continuing Studies just by typing in uh, Alan Mishra, the, my name, or you can type in how to enhance your vitality. But the, sort of the goal here is to try and understand why certain people are so vi vital and vibrant. In a world right now where there's a lot of stress and pressure and competing demands, a few people seem like they're still doing pretty well, maybe even thriving. So in the course, we're going to draw on the latest research, uh, always scientific whenever possible, from biology, medicine, psychology, um, and sociology to, to figure out how to enhance our mind, bodies, and spiritual relationships. Um, now, to make this happen, we're going to go through a little framework uh, that's, that's aimed at optimizing your physical and mental health. Uh, the framework also relies on your social and spiritual well-being, and we, we start with a, sort of an inventory of strengths and, and weaknesses, and then over the arc of a full month, um, we work on the challenges that we have with regard to our vitality. The thesis of the course is that vitality is a skill that we can learn. And then at the end, our goal is to come away with a clear sense of purpose, enhance our time management, enhance our fitness service to others, and then come up with a specific personalized vitality action plan. So you can read more about that at Stanford Continuing Studies. There's also a uh, link to it um, um, uh, on Dare to be Vital. So we'll finish this week with Caffeine Clears Bad Cholesterol, Why Coffee is Good for You. Uh, also, yeah, please join me for the, the Stanford course if you can. It always sells out, and it's a, a really fun time. We keep it to a very uh, small number of people, but I would love to have you as a Vitality student in addition to listening to the podcast. All right, finally... Caffeine clears bad cholesterol. Now, this is a really important paper that was just published last week. And today we're going to take a dive into this. This is a little, a little chewy in terms of the science, but I think it'll be important for us to understand why coffee can be good. Um, and it was published in, a, in an epic journal called Nature Communications. Uh, the study identified a molecular mechanism behind why caffeine is good for you and added some clinical data in humans. And it's a pretty dense article. So uh, again, you can join vitalityexplorers.com to receive all of this information in a friction-free way directly to your phone uh, once a week. Uh, just sign up at vitalityexplorers.com. So understanding why some of the science uh, behind why caffeine helps protect against cardiovascular disease, I think will help us lead a, a more vital life. But I, whenever I talk about medical art articles, there's a disclaimer. So always check with your doctor. All of us are a little different, uh, in, especially in this case, in how we metabolize caffeine or coffee. So here's a quote from the, from the paper. Uh, increased levels 
of circulating low-density lipoprotein cholesterol, it's also known as LDLC, are tightly linked to the development of cardiovascular disease. Despite the approval of several therapies that lower LDLC, many patients fail to, to reach their target. Uh, and uh, that can be due to intolerance, adverse uh, events, or simply the high costs of medications, unquote. So um, according to the article, caffeine consumed at moderately high levels, which they put in the article as 600 milligrams per day, is associated with a reduction in cardiovascular risk. Now, that's a lot of caffeine. I tried to figure out exactly how much caffeine is in an average cup of coffee, and it's around 100 mil, uh, milligrams um, now, there's variations based on coffee beans, roasting, and other parameters that may increase or decrease the caffeine content. Uh, in the study, we'll talk about this in a minute here, they, they looked at 400 milligrams and then showed that that was a reasonable amount as well. Uh, but they found, this is the science behind it, the study found caffeine consumption impacts the expression of specific genes associated with cardiovascular risk. So it doesn't change your genes, it just change, changes how your genes express certain proteins. And, and the paper went on to talk about how caffeine can cause a significant reduction in this molecule called PCSK9, all right? Now this is crucial because lowering your PCSK9, say that again, PCSK9, promote, quote, quote, promotes the onset and progression of cardiovascular disease, which represents one of the most challenging problems. The bottom line here, and I may have just slightly misspoken that last sentence, the bottom line here is lower PCSK9 levels are good for you. And that drugs have actually been developed to lower your PCSK9 levels, uh, but what if you could do it with just a couple cups of coffee? So the, as I said a, a second ago, the paper explored the question of, of whether 400 milligrams of caffeine, which may be three or four cups of coffee, lowered your overall um, PCSK9 um, plasma concentrations by about 20 to 25%. And this was uh, within a few hours. Um, you know, and the takeaway from, again, from the paper, and you can see the graphs that are within the uh, Substack, at the Substack Vitality Explorer site, is that caffeine in moderate to high doses lowers bad cholesterol and may help reduce your cardiovascular risk. So interesting dense, difficult to understand study for an orthopedic surgeon, shall we say, but I did my best to try and uh, go through this. If I made any mistakes in this, uh, for, for the doctors who may be listening to this, please post their comments. I'm always trying to get better. Uh, I may be a little over my skis in trying to understand this particular study, but it appears that caffeine is reasonably good for you. Uh, and so drinking two to three cups of coffee per day uh, in other studies is also found to be helpful to prevent or delay the onset of, of dementia. And it seems that your morning cup of joe, or two or three, seems to be reasonably good for you. Now, again, go to the Vitality Explorers Substack site for graphs, for the abstracts from the articles and the references for further details. And remember, to live in the now, <laughs> simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, and sign up for the Stanford Vitality uh, enhancing course this spring. Thank you very much for listening. Again, uh, if you find this valuable and meaningful, share it with your friends and please leave us a five-star rating on Apple uh, if, uh, if you are enjoying what you were learning and listening to. Have a great week and dare to be vital.